Recorded live. Nigger, 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 chicken dinner. Welcome from within the United States and around the world tonight. It's obviously February 1st, 2018. I'm your host tonight, SSJD on Nigger Night. Um, kind of a story that I kind of wanted to go into prior to what our main show is about. So I downloaded some of that, and I was actually pretty impressed. Um, and I was out and about, and uh, for some reason, I guess I look like a fucking pastor or a preacher or a fucking altar boy or something like that. It was, well, Jesus. Well, Jesus was a Jew, so he was white. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. Jesus was a fucking black man. And your, your parents and your grandparents have bowed down, bowed down to a black man. Bound down to my black Jesus. I said, real. Yeah, and I'm getting pissed at by now, you know what I mean? So you you trying to tell me that my parents are bowed down to your fucking worthless ass, right? And uh, he's going on and on and on and, and trying to use scripture that it is not in any Bible that I know of. But basically, who, whoever he's listening to... Uh, he, he's not getting the uh, the correct information, and, and basically what this what this, the outcome of this story is is uh, uh, a nigger will do anything, and I do I do mean anything to make themselves look better than. So this motherfucker continues to talk shit, and I said, well, I said I don't know, but to tell you, Jesus was a Jew, and and you know the Virgin Mary was white. I said uh, so. I, you know, what What do you think of it? So, well, Virgin Mary wasn't white. And I said, or was white. And I'm like, oh, see, so you've been ravaging our white women for longer than I imagined. I said, so the white man hasn't oppressed you to Jesus fucked you, and so is God. And he's like, well, how is that? And I said, well... Shit rolls downhill. God put your planet on the bottom of the earth, and the fucking Jews sold your fucking holy land. So how about that, bitch? Oh, it was going to be a fight. I tell this motherfucker, go ahead, meet me behind the store. I get off at four. Didn't show up. I said, well, why don't you make a pretty couple friends just to make it interesting? Didn't show up. Today in society, there are so many people that want to talk to talk, but nobody wants to walk the walk, and that is why I'm with the organization that I am with. Uh, we talk to talk, and we walk to walk, but we don't walk on other people's terms. We walk on our terms. We walk within our legal realm. And so, therefore, the, like I said, the moral of the story is is a nigger will tell you anything to make himself better than the white man, which is absolute bullshit. The white man has been dominating the world since B.C. I mean, hell, you had the Vikings. I'm actually uh, from a Viking origin, Scandinavian. Uh, you know, I mean, 
here we have people that threw spears, lived in mud mud straw huts that want to sell and feel superior to the white man. J.D., I wish James would have come on here because he's got some uh, girl in college and she wrote this paper about, you know, uh, a white man. You could tell, you know, if you could go to, oh, uh, Spain or any country that's white and, and see that the resemblance in the DNA of a white man and tell that we're all white. He said, but a nigger. Well, you, you could look at Africa. Yeah, they all look like niggers, you know. And, uh, he says the only DNA that comes close to a nigger is even closer than white human being is the baboon. And there's college studies on this, but they won't put it out there. And they got a paper up, and they're hoping that this college will accept it. Well, that's true. I mean, we've always been – the white man's been the conqueror of this world for over 2,000 years. Nobody could deny that. Nobody could take that away from us. That's why – uh, you know, the white man has been oppressed, and, and what I mean by oppressed is oppressed by the uh, RICO Act, or, you know, oppressed by uh, uh, hate crimes. You know, I mean, just basically oppressed through through laws. And, you know, and I think Pastor Butler stated it the best. There's not been a single law to protect the white man since World War II. And he said that 20, 30 years ago. And he was right. right. Yeah. He was 100% right. There will be no laws passed to protect us. Oh, I see. Uh, did you see that link I sent you? I was looking at the SPLC. I was looking at shit that they, anything new they had to say about us, shit like that. And I see they had something about Reverend Butler on there, and he spoke, you know, after. Uh, Affirmative action have been passed, I believe. I can't remember the date on it, so I might be wrong. But uh, he was saying, you know, with all the laws that are being passed against the white man, it almost makes them feel like a, a third-class citizen. Well, we are. Yeah. Uh, and that's straight from Reverend Butler, put back in like 2000 or 2004 or two. Oh, he died in 2004. It had to have been 2000, 2002. It was towards the end of the time they were talking about him and what he had to say uh, the last couple of conferences. And, uh, that was one part that really stuck with me. That and, and The white man has become a third-class citizen in our own country. But, and, and you know, Mel, uh, the pictures you sent me... Uh, we are not as third class, and, and guys, I have some pictures that uh, Brother Mel sent me from South Africa, from uh, General Brazil, and uh, I'm going to have to put them on the webpage, but I'm waiting for uh, our president, and I'm also re- waiting for the general to uh, write me an article to go along with those pictures. I just don't want to put them up due to the mere fact that uh, they're, they're very – and I'm going to have to put a uh, – uh, a banner up there saying, stating that these pictures are very graphic. They're being yeah. very detailed and very detailed. So if you are weak stomach, do not, you know, go, do not further uh, further your, your research on this website. Um, Our guy went right down in the war zone and took these pictures. I mean, uh, 
they you're you're not lying. They are seriously graphic. And uh uh he he rolled right in there where the, this shit was going on. He could have lost been the next motherfucker that lost his head. I mean they were killing niggers that were that were uh sympathizing with the white farmer, you know, go out there and work for him and get paid and uh actually get fed, you know. Most of these niggers over there they they actually don't know how to farm, and it's just easier to steal from the white farmer uh, right. than the blacks. The, the blacks that are learning from the white farmer, well, they're fucking basically an Uncle Tom, so they're going to fucking kill them, too. Why you should be taking it from the white man rather than learning from it. Who's that? Hell, Victory Brothers, this is Terry. Hey, bro, what's going on, bro? Uh, hey, sir. Just got done eating some supper. Yeah, we were just going through some, um, you know... Uh, Hell, Victory Brothers! Country victory! With me. <laughs> uh, he's made it down this far tonight. Uh, he's been on he's been listening with me so he you won't got, have to you got, you got country you got country out in the country yes sir what's <laughs> <laughs> going oh, on brother shit. oh motherfucker goddamn world goddamn world's gonna come to an end what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> finally got the fuck out of the ghetto bro <laughs> <laughs> well you know what uh, guys you know I'm actually entertained by the ghetto you can go to the ghetto and you can see some shit you know, I kept nigger, so, you know, I, I was outside my car and talking to this broad that I, I know, and, and we'll tell us, Jesus, Jesus, but the white motherfucker, you know, and, uh, I mean, and I'm thinking to myself, in fact, I, I posted it, you know, and I was like, fuck oh, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I slammed the motherfucker. And I told him, <laughs> I told him, meet me out back, four o'clock, bro, and I'll show you a little bit of fuck it. See, I don't, I don't have white guilt. Guys, I, I really no, no, you call me a you, you call me a racist, whatever. I'll look a fucking nigger in the eye. You know how to tell a racist nigger from a fucking, uh, I guess a, uh, a a fucking nigger that I guess has been fucking ravishing our white women. It's a racist nigger won't will will, will turn away from your stare. Right. They they right. Will. 99.9% of the time, if they are racist and they hate the white man, and you look them in the eye and say, hey, how are you doing? They won't even look you in the eye. I ain't never met a nigger that wasn't racist yet, more than I am. Well, you know, today yeah, is the first day of uh, Black History Month, and I was looking up James Earl Ray because he was the guy who killed the king. woo uh, James Earl Ray Day. Hey, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so, uh, it's Day. It's Day. <laughs> right? Yeah, so, uh, so in, in, in reading up on him a little bit, because I didn't want to get on here and sound like a dumbass, I noticed that he's from Alton, Illinois, just like the boss. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, the 70s, I don't know how old, I mean, the boss got a couple of years on me, I was a long man, he might have been 15 years old, he came through, Ray was running around in the 20s. Uh, you never know. The boss or the boss's dad probably could have hung out with uh, James Earl Ray. Right. You know, then I read into it a little deeper, and I was wondering if he was affiliated with the 
Klan, seeing how Dennis was affiliated with the Klan. And uh, no, he wasn't. But uh, it looked like he he met up with them once or twice. Uh, but the, for the most part of it, when he killed Martin Luther King and uh, three other niggers that were pretty important, uh, I got I saved the link so I could go back and refer to it. But uh, he fucking uh, he wasn't a part of the clan. You know, you know what's funny is I'm reading the same biography now, and it says uh, James are away, occupation, murder. Yeah, yeah. You know their occupations. Yeah, right. Hey, he moved down into uh, he went to the military for a while, and then uh, he just done little odd jobs around all Illinois. Uh, his dad got him a little tight spot, and they moved to uh, somewhere just south in, in Missouri. And one a few years later, they were right back in all Illinois. The same with James Earl Ray, like his daddy. He moved out to California and stuff and came right back to Alton, Illinois. There's something about that town. It's a magnet for white power. I'm also reading here, man. This is not because James Earl Ray, Ray, according you know, to me, should actually have a statue right next to Martin Luther King or you know, right, right next to fucking uh, Lincoln. Uh, you know, in, in you know, down you know, in um, in, in, in Washington. Andrew Ray should be, um, you know, uh, have a bronze statue of himself down there. But uh, James Earl Ray is infamous for the assassination of civil rights leader Martin Luther King in 1968. Right. What do you mean infamous? I, I call that pretty famous. Hell yeah. You're not the fucking, you know, off the fucking best, best fucking nigger that has the biggest fucking mouthpiece. And, and, and it was a fucking blowhard. <laughs> hey, some bitch is fucking infamous. You got to, you got to be fucking kidding me. I mean, the guy, the guy was a fucking genius. I mean, he said, you know, uh, Martin Luther King was surrounded by many a guards, and this son of a bitch pulled it up. Shit, he's not infamous. He's famous. Right. But that's the downplay of society today. That's, you know, part two of the lesson. You know what I mean? Part one was the fact that these niggers think they're better than white people. You know what? Kiss my fucking white ass. And kiss my white ass, too, brother. They could ever be to me, and they, they, you know, and and this 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 son bitch that I ran to goes, now bow to me and serve me. I said, I'll fucking serve you, fucking some black eyes behind the building, motherfucker. You know, get the fuck (laughs) out of here. I'll serve you. How do you want it? You want your head on a plate, or you just fucking want to eat your own fucking balls? I mean, I, we can arrange whatever the fuck you want, whatever kind of service you want. I'm I'm in customer service. I'll provide it for you. <laughs> Hell yeah, my grandpa always told me, he said, oh, every nigger always thinks they're pretty. He said, you fucking split that big grill nose for me, so they ain't pretty no more, and kick them in the shins. <laughs> Supposed to put a heel print on it so every time they look in the mirror they remember you. Right. <laughs> you know, guys, and I deal with niggers with fucking grills. You know, the gold, the, the gold fucking uh, whatever the fuck it is. Gold. I guess it's gold plate. Gold. It's plated that goes over their their teeth and 
with diamonds in it and everything else. And I'm just like, you know what? You guys are fucking idiots. You know, and then the other day I was talking to some nigger that I know that, I mean, it's just a coworker. But I said, um, you know, maybe I'm wrong on this, but, um, yeah, I said, you see that white boy? He's sagging over there. I said, but, uh, I, I said, uh, uh, do, you, do you not feel, do you not feel? You must have shit in yours. Yeah, like, you know what I asked? I said, I asked this, I asked this co-worker about it, but she's, she's all right. You know, so, you know she, she, she's at least fucking honest. She goes, I go, don't you guys laugh at these motherfuckers that act like you? He goes, oh hell yeah! And I said, why don't you act? Why don't you act fucking color? What the fuck is up with that? She goes, I don't know, but they're fucking stupid. I was like, oh okay. Well, I said I don't know I'm not like a racist or anything, but I don't, I don't like it as easy. <laughs> oh shit, bro! You know, I mean, it's just yeah, you, you always got the you always got to get the, the opinion of the second side just to make sure that you're you're in check. You know what I mean? In check with the facts. And I'm like, you see that damn wizard? Yeah. Oh yeah, I see him. She's laughing. They're just as useless as a nigger in my book. Yeah, they are. No different. Yes, sir, Terry. Yes, sir, they are. Um, <laughs> I just, you know, to me, I, I, you know, it just, it just kills me to, to see a lot of you fucking nigger. I mean, this dude, even, this, this dude even has a fucking black wife, and I, I, I and, and then he, he, you know, he's like, I look at him and I shake my head, and like, we shook your head for who? Because you're a fucking dumbass. That's why I'm shaking my head. <laughs> Should throw my chicken bone. It's gonna go out back. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know what the SPLC is like about us lately. Um, I did update the uh, the web page a couple weeks ago, and then I'm about ready to update it again as soon as I can get uh, the boss to give me an article and um, also you know, the general out in uh, South Africa. You know, a lot of people that listen to these shows don't realize that we're not just within the United States. We're around the world, guys. That people right. in South Africa, New Zealand, Canada. I mean, wherever. Where, I mean, we got them all over the place, and it's not. It's it's not a. It's not just an organization. It's a brotherhood, and we've always been our brothers' keepers. We've always looked out for our brothers, and, and that's what makes us different from others. Hell yes, hell victory. Hell victory. I was Catholic country. Yeah, I'm talking about a building I want to, a couple different buildings I want to look at for a clubhouse. you thinking about renting a house, but if we throw in on a clubhouse, I mean, and just move into a building and, and run it. Like, hell yeah. Prospect living there full time until, well, I got him. My buddy gig down here got out of prison, and I imagine I'll pull in his three boys with them. That's four. Five, six of us right here. Uh, plus, we got John up in Waynesville. Uh, Dude, I'm only seven miles, about seven miles away, bro. Uh, yeah, you're not very far from here, Terry. And I mean, that's a place where you'd be able to roll up the road on your weekend. Hell yes. You need to look into a clubhouse 
Christmas area because we're starting to get the membership. If you know what that means, our dues are going to climb up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's all right. But lost anyway. Uh, don't matter to me. I love you know. I I love my brothers. I love the club. I love Bob If I had to give a hundred dollars a month to hang out, with brothers like this would be on. It's my dues, man, and that's that's just fine to me. Uh, I I love this club. I would give them every nickel I had to. Me too, brother. Me too. Uh, if, if I didn't need anything else. <laughs> Yeah, my yeah. my ex she was gonna try that shit. You see where see where that happened. She's she's on her own now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, guys. I mean, we've we've looked at it after each other for years, and you know, I mean, it's actually almost a decade now. And hey, we do what we do, and we we're good at what we do. <laughs> Uh, I mean, a lot of these guys get on here and they ask us what we do for the white race. I mean, we ain't the type of guys to go get on your news media. We ain't the type of guys to stand on a corner holding a sign that says white power, save Gary Yarborough, or anything like that.
our leaders, uh, Democratic leaders, I can see, can see how they got rich, and they seem to be the ones black backing Antifa and Black Lives Matter is the uh, liberals and Democrats. So they're behind it. They see how these niggers got nigger rich in Africa. Imagine that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Stealing all the white farmers' gold and shit. Yeah, yeah, right. And they're killing the white farmers, and they're raping the whole family. They're raping the men. I say this every week, right in front of the women, and the women and children right in front of their men. And then they kill them. I mean, you're at gunpoint. What are you going to do? Just like the, just like they show on TV, the four uh, U.S. soldiers that went down there and got killed, the four Marines. It's pretty yeah. funny. We haven't heard not one word about that. On no video whatsoever on that. Those motherfuckers weren't even in light armored vehicles. I mean, they weren't in, in any kind of armored vehicles. They were just regular oh. vehicles. I mean, that's that's why the casualty rate was so high. I mean, they weren't even in a in a Humvee. That, you know, that's armor plated. They they were. And why did we even send them down there in that situation right. to be killed? I mean, that's just a bunch of bullshit. Right. And President Trump, and that, on top of that, gets gets backlash over phone calls because he's trying to. How, how do you actually call somebody and say, "Hey, listen, uh, you know, uh, in my sincere, you know, regards," and you, but you, I mean, your son knew what he was going into. Well, that's actually a true statement. But I mean, how how do you tell a mother, uh, somebody, you know, mother that you know her kid just died? That's that's a hard trait, you know, and I I guess I wouldn't have done it, you know, if I was president. But uh, Trump just decided to do it, and then it, it back backfired on him because you know he, he basically it. I guess he sound fucking insincere. Well, I no, huh? How come Trump's trying to uh, spend trillions of dollars on the military, and that's being insincere? Didn't those four Marines, didn't they get sold out by one of their own? Don't they got a treasonous soldier in the background there? There's this uh, Muslim that sold out to these Muslim leaders? No, they were dealing with some Muslim leaders or, you know, whoever down there, and they got sold out by one of the one of the little tribes that they were dealing with and, and where they were going to be and when they were going to be there. And that's, you know, that's when, uh, you know, they got, they got fired upon. Right. Does that mean going back? Oh. Oh fuck. Yeah. Uh, the other day, the other day, Mel, I heard something about the Las Vegas shooting. There is now a person of interest is, is there that the FBI is trying to uh, bring it. You know, because we all said that got swept under the rug way too quick. Now they have a supposed person of interest, but they're not naming the son of a bitch. And, and to me, that's just a that's just that's just a fucking uh, you know a, a, a decoy, basically. Oh, um, you know, speaking of these gangs, um, which is right close to South Africa, there, uh, he is uh. Trump was talking about this MS-13 mob that comes in, and I was talking to RJ about them. And they are a pretty rude, rude mob.
and really do try to take over. And right now, they seem to be the top gangbangers out there. They come into an area. I mean, they just tell you right now that, you know, you're with us or you're against us. And if you don't if you don't side with them, they just shoot your cut your throat right there where you stand. You know, Mel, uh, MS-13, you know, I know quite a bit about them because I, I deal with them. I've dealt with quite several of their members. Basically, they recruit those um, individuals at five years old, and they brainwash them, and um, they have training camps for them. And, uh, uh, I mean, they're, they're trained in everything from MMA to sniper training. I mean, they, and, you know, basically how to cut somebody's throat, you know, Colombian necktie or whatever it is. But uh, hmm. yeah, they're not—they're not anything to—they're uh, not anything to fucking mess around with. I mean, you know, I—I—I I, I, I talked to one, and uh, you know, it just basically, you know, hey man, what, what, you know, you all right? You know, because he—he he seemed like he was stressed out one day, and I'm like, well, hey bro, you all right? Oh yeah, man. You know, and I'm like, well, you know, if you need to talk, just let me know. You know what I'm saying? Because. Uh, I'd rather be on their good side than their bad. This is a mere fact that, yeah, they'll, they'll fucking, they'll kill you. They have no forms, no, I mean, basically they have no feelings for the the human life. I, I don't know any other way to put it. But this MS-13, they basically, like I said, recruit people at five, four or five years old, and they raise them. Right. They bring and wash them, and they are basically the baddest of the bad of the um, Hispanic gangs. I mean, you know, there, there's a lot of gangs out there, but they're, they they are the baddest of the bad. I mean, hell, they went down in Texas just recently. They uh, uh, killed a girl, and, and two, two of them killed a girl, and now they're both in, in, in jail and, and facing charges, you know, with a million dollar bond apiece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, let me bring up the Yeah, I'm always one for my brother's close to keep that enemy closer. MS 13 Mara Salvatura. Also known as simply MS or Mara, is an international criminal gang that organized in Los Angeles, California, U.S. in the 1980s. The gang later spread into many parts of Central United States, Canada, Mexico, Central America, and is active in urban suburban areas. Most members are Central American origin. So they're from El Salvador, uh, the U.S. MS-13, especially heavily present in California, Washington, D.C., metropolitan area, New York City and New Jersey, Boston, Charlotte, North Carolina, and Houston. There is also a presence of MS-13 in Toronto, Canada. Members of MS are catheterized. My tattoos covering the body, previously including the face, and by the use of their own assignment, they are notorious for their violence and subcultural moral code based on merciless retribution. This ruling of uh, English of the Mara, or 
What's that? So oh, I look yeah, forward to it. This next. Uh oh. RJ's new phone. Uh oh. RJ's trying to call it. Let me uh, go to my. I'll get a hold of him real quick. Right here. I'm sending a message. Guys, now with this James Earl Ray, you know, I mean, you know, everybody was, oh, you know, uh, in, in, in such an awe when, uh, what's his name, in South Carolina, you know, shot all those people in the church. And I forget his name. I'm bad with names, guys. Um, everybody knows who I'm talking about. And, you know, I, I at first, everybody's like, well, hey, Dylan Roof, you know, Dylan Roof killed these, these fucking people in church. And, and I said, you know, to myself, I, and, and, and on several shows, what are the repercussions? The repercussions are going to be a hundred times worse than what I can even fantasize. And they have. Happen. Dylan Roof didn't help us out in any way, shape, or form. Dylan Roof fucked us. Dylan Roof put the heat on us. Right. Uh, Dylan Roof. Uh, uh, you know, for all the, the white power movies out there, oh, yeah, fucking hey, hey, this, this, and that. You know what? You guys don't look at the, you don't, you know, most of these dumbass white power movements, they don't look no. at the uh, the long-term repercussions, and I do. What the, what is the, the, you know what the repercussions is? Is 67 statues have been removed from parks. Right. Schools renamed. We had a school, Lee Elementary. They renamed it. I mean, it's just bullshit. So you're taking a yeah, and Lee was American a Chinese history. guy. Huh? And Lee was a Chinese guy. I'm not talking about Bruce Lee. <laughs> God, is that, is that you, John? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get a hold of me, I brother, brother John. Uh, if you had a slant eyes and a slant dick, it would still be there. You told me he that it was Lee was the school was named after a Chinese guy. No, Robert E. Lee. What? Oh, was that, oh okay. Wait, no, that, okay. No, no, no. I'm, I know what I'm, that was the that was the guy that uh, that did all the football. He called the football games. And his name was Lee, and they fired him, and he was a Chinese guy. That's right. Oh, okay. no. I'm, I'm oh, sorry. Really? I, had my, <laughs> I had my stories messed up. I'll be quiet now. <laughs> no, Brother John, how how you been doing? I know you're going through some hard times right now, and you know the brothers have you your back 100%. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm one now, day at a time. Okay, one day at a time. Well, that's, that's yeah. the way you need to take it. Yeah. So. I got my good days and I got my bad days. Well, you know, if you didn't have bad days, you wouldn't know what good days were. So. Right. Oh, well, I'd like to find out. What <laughs> <laughs> we all? I'll, I'll chance it. <laughs> you it'll, it'll work itself out some, some way. And John, you moving back up to Idaho? Um, I don't know. I I think 
I, I don't know. I, I, it, it depends on several things, but I think probably what's going to happen uh, probably in the near future is that I'm going to go back to the West Coast and I'm going to stay with my mom because she's, she's having a hard time and she I think she needs some help. And she's talking about moving to Idaho because my sisters are there and she wants to see all the grandkids and all that. And I think she's thinking, you know, at least spend her last, her last days there because she's like, I don't know, 82 or 83 right now. And uh, right. she says, if you go, I want you to go with me. And uh, Or if she goes, she wants me to go with her. So, oh. well, you know, I know she's going to need help getting her because she, she can't even drive there. So uh, I don't know how that's going to happen. And then, uh, you know, ap- after that plays itself out, then, you know, I don't know where I'm going to go. But I can... You know, I can come back here, or I can stay there, or I don't know. Right now, I'm in limbo. My whole everything's in limbo. I'm just yeah, brother. And maybe Terry can give you an, a, a kind of an explanation. You don't realize the, the family you have backing you. Um, but if you're in Idaho, I don't know how far you're going to be from Coeur uh, d'Alene uh, or any of that, uh, where Pastor Butler was. But Pastor Butler and, and Betty Butler is in a cemetery in Coeur d'Alene or near that. And yeah. I'd actually really like um, I mean, if I got to send you money, I'd really like it if I could put some flowers on Pastor Butler's grave and Buddy Butler's grave. Oh, I'd, I'd just do it. If I, if I go back there, I'll be uh, probably like in Meridian, which is you know just west of Boise. So I'll be in that area. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'm sure I'll ride up there. There's you know there's a lot of riding to do. Um, right. I'll have my bike with me, so I'll be out cruising around. I may even come here and you know visit you guys you know once in a while, wherever I can. Yeah. Um, actually, I can't, um, can't see not doing that. No, actually, the Hell Grimson Memorial Fund was to uh, fund. Um, whatever organization came out on top, which would be us, actually, as far as Aryan Nation, um, it, it was to fund uh, an or, the Aryan Nation organization to go up to Pastor Butler's uh, gravesite and put flowers on once a year. It was not, uh, it was not a, uh, a, a memorial fund to uh, for um, Rabbi Michaelette to, you know, uh, support his cocaine habit. That's what that fund, a lot of people don't know that. That's what that fund was originally intended for, was when Pastor Butler died, he'd at least be, you know, uh, acknowledged, and, you know, and he'd be at least acknowledged once a year by whatever organization was the, the most powerful within the Aryan Nation, which, you know, we got a lot of fucking groups out there claiming this shit. Yeah. And that's what they are. They're shit. <clears throat> You've met Dennis McGiffin. Dennis McGiffin was Pastor Butler's best friend and Dr. Pierce's best best friend. You know, uh, one thing I got to say, God damn it, I love all my brothers, at the boss included. I mean, Hell victory. Hell yeah. You, you, you can't ask for a better group of guys. And, um, 
you know, it just, it's my fucking family. You know what I mean? I mean, you guys are my fucking family. And what it really amounts to is there's a lot of people that can contest to it. I am my brother's keeper, and I always will be as long as I am capable of doing so. I don't. I don't put anybody's name out there. I don't put anybody. You know. It's okay. Well. Okay. Somebody. You know. Whatever. If if I send you a gift or whatever, then that's the same thing, basically, as me sending. And I don't know if everybody here knows this. I sent two white power flags, two or three mil. Was two? Was it two or three mil? Down to South Africa. I think it was three. And I'll tell you what, man. Go ahead. Three flags in South Africa. The general finally got them. Took a buck. Finally got these motherfuckers after a month. But I'll be one, I bet you. Coming from us, coming from a family, coming from his family, they're probably worth a weight in gold. Oh, right. yeah, and I'll tell you what, we set him that uh, sadistic soul full patch because he's got guys down there now. He's got six guys. He started his uh, MC chapter. And, uh, man, he t- I tell you what, he said, those niggers don't know what to think. You know, it's the white farmer that they got, they put fear in the white farmer, but uh, they never had to face the Aryan nation, and that scares every nigger, even South African niggers. And, uh, they, they ought to be scared. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and now some of the white farmers are starting to open their eyes. I mean, before, then, our guy was down there running around, and, you know, he's just talking the, talking the word to them. And, they don't, you know, they hear it, but they don't see it. Now he's got the patch on, and, and they see the niggers acting different towards him wearing an Aryan Nation patch and a sadistic soul back patch. Oh, now he suddenly... He shows they he you can see fear in the niggers because they never had to stand up against an Aryan nation uh Aryan member down there. And you know, they're far and few in between and all they know is the white man's fury. Uh so I mean that's what scares them the most. No, no, it's not our military, but it's our white power guys. <laughs> You know, we got a lot, well, huh? <laughs> a lot of a lot of these a lot of these photos came from uh, all all the photos that I'm going to post on the webpage here in the next few days. Hopefully, Mel, you can get a hold of the general down in South Africa, and, you, and we can get uh, the box to write up an article. But these these pictures are gruesome. I mean, you're talking about beheaded niggers that they burned. That's how bad. Yeah. It I showed him the country tonight. Motherfuckers <laughs> were ruthless, bro. Oh, but they were treated so badly in America. Right? This is what they're, they're trying to bring so here. Bad in yeah. America. Yeah. Well, you and I both know that. Oh, they're they're treated well so badly. All she gives them fucking mud huts and fucking government housing, mud huts and mud straw huts and, and a fucking spear. So they can kill their own food. <laughs> They are repressed, J.D. They're repressed, don't you know 
No, their whole state looks like Detroit. Dude, it's trash. The whole, and their state is about the size of two of ours. And every little area in the state is just garbage in the street, you know, knee-deep, because nobody cares. The, the, they don't pay for uh, the city to clean streets and stuff like that there. got to be infested with rats and everything else. Imagine trying to live there. You have a three-story building just full of rats with all that garbage outside. Knocking on that 
damn door. Well, that's my bitch. That's my yeah. bitch. But that's okay as long as they're locked up, right? Mm-hmm. They do that shit on the street. The oh, actor yeah. got that homosexual with their DNA. I hear some massive racket in the Okay, well, we're just going to have to get off here. My phone's just going to die here. Plug it in. We Are the World uh, was released <laughs> in Yeah, charge it up. Slap it on the charger. Plug it in. It's, it's in the other room. I, I'm too lazy to walk in there. Oh, Lord. I, 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 need, I, need, my, I, need, I need my pet duck to uh, go in there and fetch it for me. Oh, you're petting up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we know a guy in town that's got a duck that runs around his house, dude. He, lets, he lives in the house. He's got a fenced in backyard right in town. It's pet up. He had to buy more ducks because his pit bull died. His duck's best friend was the pit bull, and the pit bull died, and so the, he it was lonely, so he went and got more ducks. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to shit all over his house. Oh yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't, you can't fucking test train a duck. <laughs> you get the good amount of my though. <laughs> duck listens pretty good to it. Always <laughs> <is> around. <laughs> 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 Yeah, so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
That just so much bitches. He had, he had so much bitches that he could have fucking cut an omelet. Go have Richard Pryor sprinkling the magic dust. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That that brings back an old joke. Now, what is Richard Pryor and Michael Jackson and having common? I don't know. <laughs> Those are the worst ones we know. <laughs> uh, now one does Coke, the other does Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking niggers. You know, but you know, some nigga telling coming up to me telling Jesus tell me Jesus is black and this, this and that and I'm just like I, yeah, I yeah, you're obviously being lied to, bro. I don't know if the, I said Jesus is pretty pretty dark after he got fucking burned at the stake. Is that the picture you got? You know what I mean? I, it, it just it really pissed me off and like I said, I wanna kick this guy's ass, but you know, when I told him that, I ain't seen him since. I have a question. But what they're all they're all taught. They're all taught. They're very very. JD, JD, when did when did slavery end? When were blacks free to be citizens? What what year was that? After the Civil War, actually, when the Emancipation Proclamation was signed by um, uh, Abraham uh, Abraham Lincoln. And we have like. Probably what? Oh, great. Now I have. So I guess I got this show. Cool. Okay. <laughs> well, like I, like I said, guys, nigger, nigger, chicken dinner. I mean, I'm not I'm not impressed by the any other race out there. What I'm impressed by is how, how far the white man has gone. And yet they try to, um, they try to, you know, basically uh, suppress the white man. Um, you know, they can do whatever they want to do, um, but the white man will always succeed. I mean, we've done it for over two or three thousand years. You know, starting Rome, you know, doing battles and, uh, you know, they ought to be thankful that we're not. Feed them to the lions. Well, they should be, brother, but I mean, they're not. I know. You know, like I said, I know. You know, when a nigger, nigger comes up to me and asks me what color Jesus was, I'm like, I was appalled. You know, I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? What the fuck do you mean, what color was Jesus? You know? And Are you blind? It's really, yeah, exactly. Well, I, I, well he's obviously, uh, I basically, you know, Basically, before I was about ready to land punches with the guy, I said, you know what? You're nothing but a fucking nigger and a racist. And he goes, well, yeah, you're right. I'm a racist. I said, the hell is so am I, bitch. I fucking hate all you motherfuckers. And I said, I, and what I told him at the end of the end of our conversation, I said, well, it sounds like the 200 years of oppression you've gotten from the white man that you do and the Jew, Jesus, and God fucked you over, you know, due to the mere fact that the Jew took your holy land, God fucked you over because all shit runs downhill, put your ass on the bottom of the globe, and since since all shit rolls downhill, that's the pigment of your fucking skin color. Yeah, I don't know what you brown eyes. 
Oh, yeah, full of shit. I don't know what to say. Useless. They are. Absolutely useless. I don't know what to do about it. There, there's, God, I've been, if you watch any TV at all, they're, they're just everywhere now. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. You don't have to tell me. I already know. Yeah, that's true. It's getting... Well, I don't even want to watch it anymore. You know? Like, I don't see see all that shit. When I watch a TV commercial, and it's not about two whites anymore, it's about fucking uh, a white man nigger. And uh, I'm looking at this fucking goddamn, uh, you know, uh, yep. Commercial. I'm like, what in the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah, there's more and more of them that are like that. You know, uh, AV, I thought meant, you know, AV, I thought meant Anglo and Europeans, but uh, I guess not because I'm seeing more shit on this fucking bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. I don't know. I don't know what to do. The only thing we could do is continue in our order, continue to do things that we know, uh, continue to do things that... uh, uh, I I guess we'll get SS Valley back. Uh, we 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 continue to what we do best. We continue what we do best within the NSSMC. A lot of people don't realize that not only do we have a motorcycle organization, we are the Aryan Nation. We have an Aryan Nation organization, and a lot, not a lot of people know that we have a council and um, we have a national council and it's a, you know basically another council. <coughs> Things have to be ran through councils and. We're doing good. I mean, we really are doing good. I mean, this year, um, this year, I don't know, uh, Brother John, if you can make it. Um, you're more welcome to come, Dennis and um, uh, Dennis and uh, Mel are coming down to the cabin, and we're going wild boar hunting. Now, you know, Dennis has got that Kemp ass leg. So I'm going to have to put him a pie. I'm hoping he can climb a fucking damn tripod because I sure in the hell don't want my boss on the fucking floor, on the ground. You know what I mean? I'll be on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Because um, there, there's some fucking four or 500-pound Arkansas Razorbacks out there that will tear your fucking ass up. Yeah. But there's things that we're doing. You know, we're doing, uh, we're, we're doing certain things this year that, are prudent to our survival, and uh, boar hunting is one of them. I mean, if you know how to hunt a boar, you can feed a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking forward to doing a lot of things this year, and now it looks like but that went right, yeah, right down yeah, the drain. Yeah. yeah, well, it's not down the drain. You just have to take you have to take every day by you know, in, in one day at a time. Yeah. That's the only way you need to take it. I mean, uh, you are still valuable to us. You can still give us things 
you know, I mean, if you're up in Idaho, hell, it ain't going to cost you much to go past, you, know, you go to the place where Pastor Butler passed, you know, was laid to rest. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm planning that. I didn't know he was up there, but I could have went when I, when I lived there. But now that I know, I'll, I'll make that a priority. Yeah, I would love to go up there. Pretty sure he's in uh, Mexico to Lane. He's not far from the compound. And, and the uh-huh. reason I say that is because Betty Butler passed away first. Um, Betty uh, Butler, my mom was named after um, his wife. Um, and, and she was laid to rest in, um, I believe, Coeur d'Alene. Not 100% sure, I guess. I'll have to figure that out. Or we'll have to figure that out. But uh, Well, I know yeah. there's a big, big... Uh, um, ah, I can't think of the word. It was in Hayden. There was a, a big uh, group there. And uh, so Hayden, Coeur d'Alene... Sandpoint. Uh, I don't know the name of some of the other cities around there. Yeah, so, he's around there somewhere. I guess I'll figure yeah. it out. I'll call a family member. No, it it won't be hard to find out. I'll go up there and, and uh, see what's what. Put some flowers up there. I'll send you some pictures so that you can see what's going on up there. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I'll send you money for the fucking flowers. Well, I'm getting a whole bunch of echoes and feedback, and I can hear myself. Yeah, that's from Al. Something going on. It's coming out of southwest Missouri. How's that? Do I see his phone? How's that? Is that better? Yeah. Okay, I had to turn the sound down a little bit. Brooks' mic is maybe a little more sensitive. It's probably on the front. Um, well, it belongs to a female. Why would you think it was sensitive? Huh? It belongs to a female. Why wouldn't you think it was more sensitive? Right. Man, I'd love to have a lot of you, Brooke. I hope you know that I was just fucking with you the other night, so don't be bad. <laughs> Huh? Oh no! Oh. Am I kicked off? No. Yeah. You're still there, right, guys? I'm here. Now we all hung. We all hung up on your ass. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought I hung up again on this phone. I heard it ding. She must have uh, got a phone call or a message. Ah. Uh, yeah, so like I was saying, this is supposed to be the first night of uh, Black History Month. Thursday kicked it off, and I thought tonight would be a good night for the James Earl raid. I thought for sure he was hooked up with the Klan or something, and then the more I read about him, turns out not. Uh, but he, the good things that I read is that he grew up around Alton, Illinois, right where our national office is at, right up around Alton, Illinois. Uh, well, so there's, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good stuff that comes out of Alton, so. Yes, uh, and it, and it's and that just goes to show there's been racial history there for years. 
good white men have been aware since the 60s in that area. Hmm. Well, I guess you're just sitting off the side of St. Louis, uh, and and St. Louis has always been overloaded with niggers. I mean, that was a port, a loading point. Uh, You'd have your niggers down there working the docks back in the day so a good white man didn't have to. And then he took care of the nigger, gave him a house to live in and food to eat. Hell, even bred him with the biggest niggers we could, nigger girls we could find. Uh, after he bred them, he didn't even have to. T- that's where they get this. They don't have to take care of their kids because they didn't have to take care of their kids when they were slaves. We just bred them and they fucking moved on. And another uh, old football players. Yeah, well, basketball players too. We had to have the big tall niggers to put cotton over top of the top of the pen. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're making so millions of dollars, that. and they're still stupid. That's true. It's a true story. Yeah, and uh, I mean, they all had to have their job. We used little pygmy niggers out there to pick the cotton, you know, where it's only waist tall. Those little bush niggers that shoot the darts. They 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 just snake through that cotton field real nice. And when we was out there by Alabama, uh, for uh, one of them cross lightings, uh, we we took a bike ride and up the mountain and back, and we drove right past a cotton field that hadn't been picked yet. I mean, there was cotton everywhere, cotton balls laying, raw cotton just laying on the roadside. You know, if you pull over and. I'll be goddamn it if RJ didn't have a whip hanging off the handlebar of his, his bike. And uh, Boss grabbed the whip and chased Damien through the field, making him pick cotton like good old days. <laughs> uh, back with a small handful. I can imagine what the passerby's thought, you know, in their car. Look at those bikers out there. One's chasing the other one around with a whip, making a quick time. I wonder if we can get a reenactment on that for Black History Month. <laughs> I mean, they do want to celebrate. We, like, we have uh, Civil War reenactments and stuff. And uh, for our, you know, Fourth of July and shit like that, Independence Day, we have our reenactments. And I mean, really, their Black History Month would mean all those niggers would have to go to work, go pick a garden, go uh, pick cotton. I mean, and, and, and get out there and actually have to do something. That's what they were slaves. That would be their only known history in America, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Are they talking about the damage they've done since uh, Martin Luther King had his day? Well, we're still paying for that. Huh? We're still paying for that. Yeah, we are. Let me turn that up just a little more. Uh, let me know when it echoes on you guys. That's all right. Uh, but uh, what what I'm saying is is uh, 
I mean, they they want their Black History Month, but they don't want you to talk about slavery. Yeah. They only want want to hear about how bad they were treated. Well, no. My kid was in school over in Danforth, Iowa, man, and one of his history teachers was like, any white person that that don't like anybody is considered racist, and he's like, they're just a joke. Blame all the white people for being racist, but nobody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, th- and this is in seventh part grade, bro. Yeah. Well, you know, our kids can't even go into the schools anymore or anything like that. Uh, uh, can't do anything. No. Uh, I mean, in these, that's all right. in these uh, smaller towns, it was all right where kids had a chance, you know. But now they're starting to, uh, these welfare programs are giving these niggers more money on the welfare, free housing, and they'll put up a project in the middle of nowhere in little town America and start shipping niggers in. By London, Missouri. Yeah, I lived in a little town, Mount Morris, Illinois. And what I thought it was nice they put in some low-income housing to help out the low-income people around there. And you started noticing nigger products on the fucking store shelves in the stores. And, you know, we don't got no niggers in this town. I don't know what call they would have to have nigger products, nigger shampoo and soap and shit like that, cocoa butter stuff. On the shelving, and, and I, I didn't even see it coming. And next thing you know, we had niggers. They moved into town. Like, holy shit. Now, I wonder if they started stocking the shelves with nigger shit before they moved there or after they moved there. I Because I, I didn't know when the niggers actually moved there. But next thing you know, there was like four families living Ooh. up in that fucking... Uh, yeah, like out of nowhere, just moved right into little, it's a village, the village of Mount Morris. It's in Illinois. Look at it. And, uh, I mean, they had five nigger families, like, overnight. Pow! You woke up in the morning and they were coming out the door to go to school. Already enlisted in school and everything. How the hell did that happen? Uh, it, and it, it's, it was kind of like a Peter Pan story because they just flew in. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's, that's what the government does sometimes. Yeah, and uh, uh, I mean, and that's how they're doing it. That the welfare programs moving them, giving them extra money. So you ask them how this happens, and that's what they tell you. The welfare program give us free housing and uh, gave me more money. And what our country folks don't get to say. Is how we fucking said hell no the whole way, but still the city folk, the little village of Mount Morris, was all accepting. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fine, that's fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring them in. <clears throat> they destroyed their own fucking village, their own fucking town, their own where everybody. Well, <laughs> they use them to get into them small towns and call. Cry racist. They get jobs in our supermarkets and our delis and our fucking restaurants where they, and then they spit go, on our food. 
the street the shit you're going to eat. And then they go and fuck your daughters. Because yeah. your daughters don't have no fucking pen. Yeah. Right. Then the next, yeah, they, then the next thing you know, they're screwing your daughters. Oh, yeah. they make them feel uh-huh. guilty. Oh, if you don't go out with me, you're racist. You know, they don't right. know how to they, handle that, so they go. Right, they're just yeah. young girls. They're naive to it. They don't never seen no nigger before. I uh, keep breaking bones. Well, I was in prison, this nigger asked me, he said, no, you really don't have no nigger friends? And I said, look, man, I grew up in a real small town outside of Rockford. I said, there wasn't no niggers there. When I got old enough to get get my license, I said, the last fucking thing I thought about is driving fucking 50 miles to go meet a nigger and be friends with him. <laughs> I mean, I didn't see any niggers down there. It wasn't on my <laughs> schedule. Yeah. Where I lived, he said, yeah, we'd probably get lynched out there. I said, yeah, you probably would. (laughs) Sure shit, not even ten years later, what do I got? I go up there to my hometown, it's infested with niggers. Like cockroaches, dude. Yeah, like probably like five or seven, ten years before I was... In that age. Like I said, in 90, I left in 94 to go to prison, and there was probably five families there. In 2018, I could go there right now, and it's just <laughs> overloaded with niggers. You couldn't count the family. They're supposed to, man. Uh, they infested the area. And that's, you know, and then they start their gangbanging bullshit. Every nigger that moves into a small town was a big gangbanger in the city. You know? And then they throw yeah. all the white fucking boys into it, and the girls think it's cool because they're acting like niggers. Yeah. And then you got a whole fucking town of niggers and bandwiggers. Yeah. So our fucking children growing up trying to talk like that, I have a friend of a, of a friend that their kids, every time I talk to them, White as, I mean, white as white can be. Fucking talking like a nigger. Like, where did you get that? They moved from Tennessee. <laughs> They're niggers. In, I know there's niggers in Tennessee. I know, I know. But that's not what you expect out of a kid coming out of Tennessee. But I've witnessed at least three other children to come out of Tennessee acting the same fucking way. Well, Tennessee's got a lot of niggers in it. And it's the god dang home of it's over home of the god dang country music. It was south of the base of Dixon Pine. Uh, that's where the niggers were at. They were actually fighting south. The niggers were fighting. Yeah, but it's, it's more... The niggers didn't mind being free housing, uh, free food. I mean, you had to get out there and work in the field for it a little bit. But look, man... They treated them just like the cows. It was, uh, <laughs> if a farmer's cow gets sick, man, he gets that fucking vet in there quick. He had health care. Uh, I was telling a nigger this one time in the laundromat, you know, how they had everything. And you even got to breed with your women. You didn't have to take care of your kids. Farmer put him to work doing something else when he got big enough. He had a housemaid to do that out there in, in the nigger crib. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that nigger, that old nigger crib, you know, that's when we put our fucking, uh, big tractor in it. That farmer goes out to 
40 in that big old pole barn. That's a fucking heated barn. He gave it a cold tractor. He's going to drive out across the field in a nice warm gap that never was cold. Right. I, I, you know, you paid for the heat for the niggers, you paid for the heat for the tractor. I said, for that farmer to get out there and beat you niggers with a whip and get you around like you talked about, ain't right. He spent good money buying you niggers. About as dumb as pounding on his tractor with a fucking hammer. I'm hearing like water going down the drain. Yeah, me too. And it's only us on the line. I hear something. TV in the background. Was that you, JD? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm You're getting all choppy on me. I was on a good one, but that's Black History Month. I mean, it all leads back to slavery. That's what they say. They say it leads back to slavery. Back to slavery? Yeah. Well, that's where it stops. They don't know what tribe they came from after that. Right. I mean, if you could track them back across the slave ship, Oh, yeah. they can. Oh, haven't, you seen, haven't you seen the commercials? <laughs> Where you can find out what they read them pickers <laughs> sideways. Every which way, crossways, up and down. We better have put a pickers seven foot tall. They can't trace that shit. <laughs> <laughs> They can suspect that you're from this nation because we wipe that DNA shit clean. We wipe that. We wipe that one side, one side, the next one on or whatever it was. And she said it's not just a hat. It's not just a hat. It's my my background and uh, all snappy. So it must be real, right? You can tell the niggers anything and they believe it. You're from the New Guinea. You know what they're going to do? They're going to make us all feel bad. And, and they're, any white person who calls in or says their DNA is, they're, they're keeping that shit. They know who you are now. And, uh, yeah, you do have a black person in your history. And they're going to tell every white person in America this. And then every white person in America that does not believe like us is going to be like, oh, well, then that's cool. I can hang out with the black people because I'm a, I'm, I'm a little black. They want to accept they, everybody in America that does not believe like us is afraid of feelings and afraid of hurting somebody's feelings, and they want to fucking... And bow down and and make them feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Now wait a minute. That's, That's right. what they're doing. We That's we right. have not even <laughs> talked a little bit about Trump the other night and the uh, state of the union. There's nothing to say. He did awesome. Who do you guys think? Everybody knows good. he said it straight, man. He didn't fuck around. Them Democrats got up on there and they was crying. 
Who they put up? Kennedy. Well, you know, we, we, goddamn Kennedy died with with uh, with John F. Kennedy. <laughs> I know. I I enjoyed that that fucking standing. I really did. You didn't watch it? I did. Nobody I I've asked a fucking hundred people, oh, and nobody it watched it. Why did you not watch? An hour and twenty minutes, man. The longest. Uh, they're saying it was the longest uh, it was awesome. speech ever for State of the Union. I mean, he had to fucking baby this group and baby that group. And, I mean, he did he did a really good job. He had veterans there and everything. He me a thing. The, rape, the rape victims, yeah. the fucking, I mean, just uh, over and over. In, immigrants killing this lady and guy's daughter and... I mean, there was a lot of names involved, but it didn't really matter. It just was, he was proving his point. Yeah. That this well, needs to happen. Yeah, people need to know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. They're all blinded by the money and they're having fun and living nice. living the life of happiness. Well, that's right. not real fucking life. No. Oh, no. You guys will have to go back and listen to it later. I'll, I'll post Our life. If we could have our own, like, big chunk of country, big old chunk of the United States, or how about just the whole United States? There's lots of room over there <laughs> in Africa and China and Japan. There's plenty of room for you guys to go back home and make your country great. Right. You don't have to come to ours. And then Brian can play like school. here. Oh, yeah, he was on them. Then he got on that MS-13. Games coming in. America has dreamers too. <laughs> I fucking died when he said that. I knew, oh, he's racist because he's against everybody that's yeah. not from America. That's, that's not racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I was just. Going on with balls, man, like that. Well, he's. He's not a politician. He's no. crushed no, all of them. If he, if he grabbed a girl's ass back in 1983, <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't care if he's getting a blowjob tonight by a fucking, fucking uh, <laughs> You keep going in the direction that it seems like is good, really good for us. I don't care what you do behind the scenes. I don't care about any of that. That's good for the whole country. Just make us good. Yeah. There it is. I posted a speech. <laughs> uh, I went and found it on YouTube, and I, I put it in the chat room. Uh, yeah, he did a real good job. It was an hour and 20 minutes, and he was still standing on building this wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not? They got their own wall. Fucking right. Yeah, and uh, and so that's the main thing is that he, he really kicked ass in all areas. He talked America up and how strong it is. Great country and how the jobs are coming back. And just today he set up a phone call with somebody to bring a shitload of jobs back into America. Now it's funny, some of these Chinese fucking uh, companies are moving to America because it's going to 
He says he's going to put a fair tax on it. It's going to cost him less to build it here. And sell it. Then build it over there and ship it here. Right. That's the way it should be. Yeah. So that would put American people to work. And if they're brainiac guys want to come over and build cars, then that's their own. I mean, they got to go to the fucking circus of trying to become a citizen. Yeah. They get a work visa. I mean, we have a lot of opportunity to come into the country legally. Why do you you just want to come in? And what do you, you what take do you over about, and do whatever the fuck you want, and you got all these benefits. And, I mean, you can come in as an illegal alien and fucking like basically own a house, own have jobs, kids, everything, just like we do. But they don't have to pay. They don't have to do anything because they're not even really here. Can I get that a word in edgewise here? That needs to stop. I agree completely with Holy that. Shit, that needs shit. to stop. What's that, John? I'm trying to get a word in edgewise here. Sorry. Boy, she's on a rant tonight, ain't she? Boy, no shit. I'm hey, going to Trump. Hey, don't you bitch about me. I ain't. Hey, but you know what? I ain't heard. What was you going to say, John? And I'm worried about about Trump uh, letting all giving giving them basically amnesty to all these immigrants. What are, what are your thoughts on that? He he kind of even made it sound like that he was gonna let the ones that are already here stay here. And, and that's just, okay, John. Think no, about it's it. not. Um, no, it's not. They're, they're, they're illegal. But they can't bring no more family in. Right. I that's don't. Just, and then we're going to pour them out, and we're going to shut them out, and we're going to clean the country up. So we're going to kill so people. I don't care. Everybody that's here is here. And then we'll sort you out in the long run. But nobody else is fucking coming in. What do you think of that? We have to capture the men and fix the women. If they stay. So they can't have no more kids here in America. They're not going to the that. are mixing with white women. Well, I'm not going to go that far, but if you're in the country and you're doing fucking wrong and you get fucking popped, then you go back to fucking Mexico. They were, they were wrong to come here. The whole thing yeah. was wrong to begin with. And for them to... If you have people that are that are legally trying to get into this country, those people came into the country illegally, and now to, to just stand back and say, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna let them stay," but the other people that were that are trying to get in legally, legally, not gonna get in, get in for a while. So I'm echoing real bad. Walking in uh, your neighbor's house and uh, and and uh, uh, just walking in and open the refrigerator, grab yourself some meat. Go sit down on the couch. John, I, I, I hate to burst your bubble, but do you know who cleans our toilets and bathrooms at work? I don't care. I'll give you a, I'll give you a hint. Not white people. So, so that makes it okay? No, it doesn't make it okay. <laughs> what difference does it make? But I, I agree that... We, like, if there were, if there were I no heard people, the other night 
If there were no people, good Lord, am I going to talk or not? Yeah, you go ahead and talk. <laughs> what are you saying, John? Oh, there, buddy. Oh, there, buddy. <laughs> oh, don't say never mind. Hey, John, I want some knowledge, man. Blocking your crickets. <laughs> John. Sorry, John. But anyway, I guess I'll talk. Look, fucking niggers and niggers. I, and it's their month. I don't know how they get a whole fucking month of fucking Black History Month. If we said anything about White History Month, it would be, they'd be out of ungodly. <laughs> White guilt from the bottom of hell. I don't know. Uh, it's a double standard out there. There's, it's just that way. That's it. Science. Come on, Johnny. I'll make out some more. Okay, JD. What's going on? What do you think about it all? Did you even watch that? Did you had to work? I bet you didn't get to watch it. Either. You didn't get to watch State of the Union, did you? I know what John's saying. Them motherfucking Mexicans came in illegal, and they need to fucking go back out and come in the fucking door the right way. Good point. Oh. Um, you check them all out. I mean, you have the authority to check them all out and see what they're doing and what their lives are. Why can't you do it like that? If they're fucking living a right life and doing a good job and doing their job and going to work every fucking day. Go home. Come in the door the right way. Don't crawl with my window. Come to the front door. Right? From now on. Is what Trump is saying. He he wants to shut it all. Well, it's the Democrats holding them down, and, and then sort through It's them. the Democrats that are fucking they holding know, back they with know this, that, uh, they know government that, shutdown. Right? So he, he's kind of got his hands tied. He's got to make a deal with, of course, try to make the Democrats look bad. Like I tried to make a deal with them and let all you fucking Mexicans in, but they don't want to roll the dice. But. What I'm talking about is not rolling the dice. What I'm talking about is going through everybody. The only reason they get a stay is because the Democrats are throwing a fucking fit. That's not what I, what Trump is trying to say. Like, he's saying shut the borders and then sort them out. You go through all their shit. You well, can't tell me FBI can't go and look and see what you was doing in 1982. Hey, John. Working where? Those fucking mudslides out there in California, you, you just missed them, right? Yeah. Those, all those Mexicans, if they sign up for help, eventually, if, you know, as they sign up for help, they got to use a social security card. How's so many niggers going to, you know, if you got 10 of them on the same social security number, don't you think FEMA would notice that? 
Yeah, yeah, sure. Tell him you got a check coming and it's a fucking, and it's a goddamn bread truck full of IMS just waiting for Mexican. <laughs> you know, like it's a big, just had to pull a big truck right outside. I mean, California is just right off the border of Mexico. <laughs> as soon as you dump them off, they're going to run right back over like cockroaches. Yeah, they do. I, and, and he does need to put a wall up like that. You know what I mean? That's the mm-hmm. only way we're going to keep them back is that fucking wall. Then when we take them over there and dump them off, it, at least, you know, a few of them's going to be able to sneak back in, but they're not going to come flooding back in as fast as you can dump them off. I mean... Shit, there's a couple of them I bet beat the fucking INS back here. I think they should put the military back down on the border and shoot to kill. And then That's they won't it. have people to come over here and, and running drugs oh, and, and trafficking people and shit coming over the border. If they know the military's out there and if they get, get caught, they're going to get killed, they're not going to do it. Simple. No. I mean, look at that German wall before they tore that down. Those right. motherfuckers didn't even approach that wall because they knew they'd get shot for fucking with it. Yep. Neither side. Nobody touched the wall. Only yep. people that touched the wall was the soldiers walking down the middle. Yeah, you know what I mean? What yeah. yeah, you can get close to the fucking gate and you're going to die. I mean, that's how they did it. I mean, that was South, was it North and South Germany? Uh, East and West. East and West, yeah. You couldn't cross over into West Germany. But East Germany was uh, free. And, man, if you got close to that wall, if even if you just wanted to leave, no, you can't leave. You are here. You're our well, citizens. They're just so worried about, you know, it's like when you have a war in Afghanistan and then they're talking about, well, if we, you know, do a drone strike here and there's people around, they're so afraid of hurting somebody or any kind of collateral damage that they're just not getting anything done. You know, I mean, it's a war after all, right? You know, that's that's what happens. You You have casualties. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, to, to make an omelet, you got to crack a couple of eggs. How many is going to die before, like you said, they quit coming over? Fuck, no, you not, get shot. Not that many. Night. It won't no. take long to get the word out, and then they won't do it anymore. Well, I think it's same something thing, else, but... Uh, Trump also brought up... You watched it, didn't you? The what? Yeah, John, you watched State of the Union, didn't you? I didn't watch the whole thing, no. I've seen parts of it and what he said, but I didn't sit and listen to the whole thing. He was even talking like that, you know, how they're flooding into our country and they're just bringing drugs and crime in yeah. and gangbangers, and then uh, and they're yeah. sending all their money back to, over the border to support their families over there while they're yeah. laying on uh, welfare programs here in America. I mean, nobody wants to say it like that, but the truth is the truth, and, and 
and feelings are going to get hurt when you tell the truth. But at least yep. it's the truth, and he's telling it like it is, and they're not liking it. I mean, it's yep. not racist. It's the truth. That's that's the, the words that he campaigned on, that things that he was going to do. And now he's doing them, and they're because he said he was going to get rid of all the Mexicans. That's that's what people wanted. But, you know, all the people said, "Man, I'm voting for that guy. He's going to get rid of all of this immigration crap." Now they're saying that he's racist because he wants to get rid of them. Like, you know, like how can he be racist if he's getting rid of illegal people in this country? You know, he's following the law. Yeah. He's doing what he claimed he was going to do. He's going to clean out America. He's going to make it great again. How are you going to make it great again? I mean, when you go to the doctor and he takes a picture of your cancer, everything that's cancerous is black. Get rid of it. And the welfare program is like cancer, and the black communities and the Mexican community and, and these Muslim communities is what's draining it because they're coming in so fast from these other countries, we're starting to give out more money than what we're making ourselves as the taxpayers. And, and cut it out. these company owners and big corporations are steadily getting richer and richer, and we're getting poorer and poorer. And, and they don't care that they're going to let these people in because they'll work for a cheaper dollar than the labor union. And then that gives them the upper hand on the labor union. Yeah, well, um, until they go after those people, you know, come, come in and try to take over, then, then they're going to be running scared. Right. Uh, uh, and that's what they're doing, and then that's what they're, with all that's calling Trump racism, let alone the 10,000 Muslims that Obama let into our country, for Christ's sake. Yeah. But those motherfuckers are the worst of the worst. They're they're fucking uh, ISIS terrorist training camps. I mean, everywhere they've, they've been training. Their... They've been training for twenty years in our country to kill us. You know, yeah. at some point somebody's going to drop the flag and say, "Okay, go for it," and you're going to have all these hundreds of people that are already trained to. To kill people that are they're already armed, they're they're set up, they're ready to go, and guess what they're going to do? And and we're they're going to kill who knows how many before people wake up and say, "Good Lord, look what's happening here!" You know, and and before they're able to get their legs under them and, and you know be able to fight back or do anything, they're they're going to be taken completely by surprise. Yeah. What is it that the Mexican months have? What is it they call their month? Uh, the who? Uh, the Mexicans. I mean, niggers got black history, and the Mexicans got, what is it, Cinco de Mayo goes yeah. on the whole month. Uh, I mean, we get any more racist than Muslims are going to be asking for theirs. Uh, these oh, yeah. Hindus are going to be asking for theirs. When we get oh, to yeah. the end of 12 months, and, and there's uh, a couple more races out there. Are any of these other races going to be, to prove that they're not racist, are they going to be willing to split their month with the race that don't have a month? Uh, they'll just have two in the same month. Oh. So we can actually have Cinco de Mayo in the middle of Black History or 
black history in the middle of Cinco de Mayo. Sure, why not? Why not? Right, they should have that. I mean, and then the gay people are going to want a month, gay pride month. Yeah, they'll have a parade. They, they like their parades. Oh, they'll parade for a month, dude. They'll oh, yeah. have block, gay block parties. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be dancing right into Cinco de Mayo. Right. I mean, it's just ridiculous that we got to have a month off and, and do all this history on our television shows about these niggers and everything else. I mean, they teach it in school. Well, I think, Why we, they should gotta, have, I think we should have a Confederate month. You know? well, that's right. Anything white's racist. Well, no, it's not racist. It's not racist. Yeah, because we wrote the Constitution and we fought the yeah, Indians, yeah. tamed the yeah, land. Yeah. Now, any, you know, if you stand against anything, you have to stand against the Constitution and the white man that wrote it. When there were, when, when they were having the Civil War, half the people were from the North, the other half were from the South. So that's half of the the United States. How can that be racist? I say we just split it in half. We'll take the southern half of the Mason-Dixon line, and the niggers can have the northern side. They they fought to keep the niggers. Let them happen. I I think we should split split it um, east and west, and we'll take the west. They can have the east. What do you think? I don't care. I'll live on the white side either way. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just I like that Northwest man. That's some that's some nice country. As long as see, I'm right. I'm just on the uh, west side of Mid America when they did the last sentence. Uh, uh-huh. They found what was it, Roby, Missouri, to be Middle America, and that's right. just the east of me over here. Ah. Uh, Lynchburg area. So, uh, John, you're actually on the west side of that line, too. Good. Yeah. Not by much. We'd be on the front line. Well, I'll, I'll be... I'll be moving pretty soon. <laughs> you might see niggers passing the line like Mexicans, you know, yeah. in that uh, border town. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be living in the land of the fucking immigrants here pretty quick. Good Lord, well, I you're going say. back to Washington. I'll be in, I'll be in California. You're going I'll back be, out there. I am gonna to have to. Oh, I thought you might stick around out here. Well, I was I was gonna try, but I I think because. My mom's by herself, and she's talking about moving to Idaho. Um, that I may have to go back there and kind of help her out for a while. And then if she moves to Idaho, then she'll be there with my sisters, and everybody can take care of her, and then I can go wherever I want to go. So then I'll probably try to come back out this way. Go out there and help your mom move, and leave your old lady take care of the house out here, and go back and forth. Well, I'm kind of, kind of doing that. I'm going to leave a lot of my stuff here when I go, and then after I, if 
find out where I'm going to be for a while, then I'm going to come and get my other stuff. And uh, she can she can keep it here for a while. But in order for me to do anything, she's going to have to pay me off. And the only way she says she can do that is if she sells this house. Because everything that we put down on it was my money. And in order for me to buy another house, I need the money that's in this house. So either she's going to have to figure out a way to to pay me off or she's going to have to sell this house to give me money. Right. That'll, that'll, that'll give her some time to figure it out. And, uh, you know, everything's amicable, so I'm not worried about, you know, losing anything or being unfair or anything like that. I think it, it's going to work out okay. But because I need to leave and I can't afford to, to do anything else, I think that's probably the best way is to go back there. Plus, my mom does need to help. So I'll go back there and sacrifice myself again and help her out for a while. And, and she's talking about maybe she may want to even move this summer. She was out here during Christmas and she said it was too cold. And it's like, well, if you go to Idaho, it's not going to be any warmer, you know, but she she just, you know, she's against that my, my sisters are going to take care of her and all this and that. And she has no idea, so um, I don't know if we'll, we'll do that. You know, I may, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I have I have some ideas and some things in my head that I haven't even talked to her about yet that we'll go over and see what she wants to do. But right now I'm going to end up putting, putting myself on hold again, you know, as I've been doing for all these other funerals and shit, and uh, try to take care of this stuff and then to kind of get back on track. But, uh, I'll, I'll I'll still be around. I'll make some trips out, and I'll I'll be you know I'll be on here every Thursday or as often as I can be. And, you know uh, where the compound's at, and you know where my place is at. Yeah, yeah, and I you know I got you know signal. I'm I'm gonna get a new phone here pretty quick too. I think. Oh, I'm not sure. Hey. So I'll have to get a new number. But uh, you know I'll have all of that stuff. So it'll be. It'd be pretty much, you know, things as usual. The only only problem will be is, you know, I can't run up to the compound every couple of weeks or whatever because, you know, I'm going to be 2,000 miles away. So. Yeah. Hey, you never know. You might locate some prospects out there while you're, yeah. you know, you can always spread the word yeah, while you're absolutely. out there doing something. Uh, absolutely. Uh, if you get over by Seattle, crossing through there, I got a place you can stop. I got numbers I can give you. Uh, uh, Rich, Rich Arbrose lives over there in, in the Seattle area. Is that right, JD? We might have yeah, lost. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he does. Hey, bros, um, I'm, i got to get off here. i got to get very early in the morning, so I just want to say hell victory and uh, and good night because, uh, you know, 2, 30, 3 o'clock in the morning comes real early. Okay. okay. Hell victory. Hell victory, brother. 
Tell victory, baby. Uh, tell victory, uh, brothers. And, and uh, I'm glad everybody was on tonight. And uh, especially you, Brother John. Um, anything you need, let, him, let us know. Appreciate it. And and Rich put himself on hold himself out there because he's the only guy out there in Washington, but he was, uh, he also has a building that uh, they were turning into a clubhouse when uh, they they all, I don't know what happened. It was Robert. He, he, He thought he was king of the world once he was out there. And we yeah. made him president of the state, and suddenly he wanted to run the whole club. <laughs> and uh, that didn't work for him. And then, then yeah. he was hard on his guys and talked so much shit. And I mean, he was down to, they had to cut their grass a certain way. And what? He was going to stop by your house and do the white glove treatment. No way, bro. You know, you can't keep what? them like that. Yeah, you got to cut your hair and dress a certain way. Oh, he he was uh he was getting a little extreme. I mean, he wanted your yard manicured. You gotta cut the grass off the sidewalk. Um, yeah, this is a fucking motorcycle club. As long as <laughs> yeah, right. And that's what the other guys were saying. And he pretty much had I had built uh we had all built a nice sized crew up there. Uh, we we was getting ten and twelve guys ready. Wow. Yeah, we had a clubhouse and everything, and and some of the guys are still in good contact. Uh, We got a guy in Portland area also uh, that uh, he he don't stay in as good as contact as he should, but I believe if you got out there and they talked to you um, and you could assure them, you know, that you've seen National with your own eyes and how we operate, that... uh, Mm -hmm. I could imagine you, you could probably pull them right back together and uh, have them meet right there at our at a clubhouse that's on standby. Just give him a call any time, he told me, and I do have his number. So when you get out that way, I'll give you a few numbers. Okay. Yeah. I'll uh, get a hold of him. Hell, you never know. You guys can all put something together. You know, you might have to travel for a ways but then eventually that'll get some guys in the area where you're at. And then, uh, you know, when they see the patch, it's a whole new thing. I mean, you've seen it. I mean, yeah. the difference of seeing it on the computer is like seeing it on TV. You know, it don't mean nothing to you. But when you see it right there in front of your face, I mean, it's you know it's the real deal, and it gives you that feeling, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, and then once people get around it, they react different when they see it. And suddenly they want to be a part of that when they hear what you're really doing. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, we're just a bunch of greasy bikers, right? There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> flipping off and drinking beer. Yeah. Yeah, flipping off the pictures and drinking beer. Uh, that's what we we'll do. have to work on that. That's the best part. I mean... We do handle a lot of business, and you've seen us. We have we we make time out for our meetings, and, and we put issues on our table, and we talk about things and events that we're going to do, and then we get out there and do them. Uh, but at, but when all the talking's done, we're still gathered in the room, you know. The meeting yeah. takes an hour, and we're there for the weekend. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we ain't Boy Scouts. We ain't going around looking for fucking Girl Scout cookies. 
We're fucking men. We're drinking beer and barbecuing and having a good time. And, uh, and, and being a brotherhood, we're being brotherly. That's what makes true brotherhood is uh, gathering together and, and drinking and eating and, and sleeping under the same roof. Yeah, have did you trust the guy next to you standing with your old lady? You know what I mean? Yeah. Your kids yeah. are play in the room and outside, you know, none of these fellows are gonna not even I, I talk about your kids. Uh, yeah. and, and you know the creators, I, uh, you ain't been with us that long, but the creators have been with us since the very beginning, almost 10 years now. James made it to our very first conference. And, uh, all through time, through the 80s and the 90s, they've aligned themselves with different groups. And, and that was one of the points James made, is that the groups only robbed their membership. And, uh, right. and at our first, at, uh, at our conference, uh, our third, fourth conference, he got up there and made the speech to uh creativity movement and the people that was there that how that that you know a lot of times these other groups have robbed their membership but that ain't the way with the black and silver solution that the you know you stay who you are and we all stand together i mean you truly see that at our national office don't you yeah yeah um it's all about solidarity the boss really pushes it and we really live it i mean uh, All, all the other uh, events and shit. Everybody stays together, hangs out well, together. That's pretty well, cool. It's really, yeah. Again, it's not a fight, it's a nation. Yeah, and the boss is—he's just as fun. He wants to have fun with the guys. He's not this dick barking off orders. He's not got you running around like a goddamn bunch of uh, militants. Right. No, we no, we we uh. We all, he's one know, of the guys. He's one of the guys, man. He's only the president when he has to be the president. Uh, yeah. Other than that, he just wants to sit back and be one of the fellas. I mean, yeah. that's the same with me. Right I'm, I'm the world ambassador, and you would know it. I mean, I just fucking like to have fun myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll even get your... You know, if I'm up and I'm headed that way, grab me one too. I sure will. Yeah. yeah. I'll carry anybody else keep one here. Give me your empty on my way. Yeah. <laughs> we usually have prospects to do with that, but I mean, we all look out for each other that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just how it is. And I mean, I, you can't ask for a better group of brothers. I mean, you. You're our brother. You're there. You're pro- you're in. You're prospecting. You you'll have your time in before you know it, John. Yeah, yeah. All this traveling's screwing you, though. I wish I you could have made it to get your bottom rocker and get started. Uh, uh but anyway, yeah, you'll look good out that way, and and you might even actually pull something together out there in, in the northwest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, huh? Going out by Oregon, California, uh, not Oregon, California, and uh, then possibly about Idaho. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, Oregon, how far are you from uh, Oregon? And Idaho and California? Um, uh, it's about, just to uh, hit Oregon is over 300 miles. Oh, that's a run. That's like a uh, three-hour drive, three and a half, four hours. Oh, that's a whole day's drive. drive. Yeah. Wouldn't be bad if you was going up there to hang out for a weekend. And how far is it from Idaho, say Portland? Um, well, Portland is the top of Oregon. That's another another four or five hours or two. If you go from California to Idaho, I could be there in actually no 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 that's that's wrong from from Oregon to Idaho. I could make it eleven hours, eleven twelve hours. Uh, from California, California to Boise is two days. You have to stop overnight. So from Portland, from Portland to Boise, how far is that? Uh, I'm not real sure. I'm, I'm going to guess. Uh, I'm going to guess fourteen, fifteen hours. Old, that's almost a whole day's ride just to get there. They may that may not be even sufficient for a weekend. I mean, you don't work, so I mean, you could drive back out there on Monday and get home on Monday. But I mean, if you they had a clubhouse there, that would certainly be worthwhile to drive out and check out. Yeah, I mean, it's you just a long way. No matter what yeah. you do. Yeah, and. and the, that's the good thing about it. We're bikers. I mean, in the summertime, it's not nothing when you got a bike to just ride off, yeah. especially our own clubhouse, and spend the weekend there. Yeah. Even if it took all day, it'd be worth being there for the full day Saturday and all day Sunday and then ride home Monday morning. Yeah. I know I find myself doing that a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's always Monday because I get off work Thursday evening. <laughs> and the next time will be Tuesday when I come home. Yeah. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're going to be moving up there. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm going to move out of the woods for nothing. Yeah. Huh? That's true. Right. Somebody here? Uh, yeah, the woods is nice, man. I, I wouldn't leave the woods for nothing. I've seen a bobcat crossing the road twice tonight, same bobcat. Well, yeah, at least I thought it was the same bobcat. Yeah. Uh, he's got a, He's got something going on either on my place or my brother-in-law's place. He keeps crossing back and forth across the road. Uh, nice size, big as my dog. Well, he yeah. might have a den or maybe he's hunting over in that area. He's got a path broken. I can see where he goes. Yeah. He's got a size cat. He's probably about 80 to 100 pounds. Wow. Yeah. 
tall. I mean, he's big like my dog, Tate. Jeez. Yeah. That's big for a cat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah big as a pit bull. Wow. Uh, he's dark gray and uh, almost black striped. Pretty fast. He can... <laughs> Uh, sure it's not a small zebra? No, this is a bobcat. You can see it. He's a big old fucker. <laughs> <laughs> He's striped up like a tiger almost, but uh, gray on black. Black and silver cat. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I wish I could have got a picture of him. And next time. Next time. I know where he's running down in my ditch line. I'll get down there and I'll get a picture of him. Hell yeah. If you sit long enough, quiet enough, you'll see him. Right. I'll move the deer stand in that area where I can block it up on a tree and take his ass home. Sit there and wait for him all day. <laughs> hey, I got my camera shoot. I ain't going to shoot him. I want to get a picture of him. Hold it up there. Get one of them game oh, cameras. Yeah. And you don't even have to be there. Put it right on it. I get a fucking drone and chase his ass through the woods. <laughs> That'd be funny ass shit, man. I would so crash into a tree. <laughs> yeah, me too, John. Don't say that. Uh, yeah. Wouldn't that be funny? My buddy used to have, uh, Ed Lewis, he had a fucking, uh, uh, one of those uh, RC racing cars, the remote-controlled one, and he—it was a good one, gas-powered. That fucker was fast, uh-huh. uh-huh. and he used to chase the neighborhood cats around in town. Both <laughs> fucking cat run fast. <laughs> he could, this thing had big air, like almost four-wheel drive. It could go up over the curb like nothing. Should have put like a big mouse costume on it, you know, and had it go around and draw the cats and then chase them. We put a little like foxtail on the antenna, <laughs> bait them with, but you know they didn't want nothing to do with it. That thing was fast. As soon as the cat stopped to look at it, man, it was on them. Oh, that thing was loud, fucking. Oh yeah, we hated the noise. Yeah, uh, but boy, he'd surely he'd hit that start. You too. Uh, boy, he'd really chase them cats around. Uh, hey, uh, that's pretty crazy shit. I had fun when I was a kid. I grew up in a small town, man. We used to do wild stuff for fun. Beat the shit out of each other. You know, the older kids fought us younger kids like pit bulls. Well, the older kids older than them fought them like pit bulls. This shit rolled downhill. Uh, It was a tough neighborhood, man. Uh, But uh, we had a lot of fun over there. We were all friends. Yeah. Yeah. Different time. Uh, nowadays, you couldn't get kids to fight like that. 
Just to see who's the toughest kid. Well, you two are both about the same size. Why don't you beat the shit out of each other? <laughs> I was like, yes, me and my my buddies on the east side was dumb and said, okay, when we should have said, fuck you. Well, I don't care. I'll fight you. I'll fight you, too. You know, the next thing you know, we're fighting. Uh, uh, he kind of learned to fight pretty good like that. <laughs> yeah, I've had my fun. I, I uh, shit, one of my buddies died yesterday from the flu from my hometown area right on the east side. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, just a, a year or two older than me. I couldn't believe it. He's a big old beastly fucker, kind of heavy. And, well, he was my neighbor to my grandma, man. Uh, you know, he was always all right, you know. I, Got, I can't say nothing bad about him. But, uh, uh, man, he, he was always healthy, but he got the flu. Another buddy told me he had been a crackhead, but uh, I don't know. Man, that's some nasty stuff. Jesus. You get the smoke in that stuff, dude. You won't eat right. You won't drink. I don't eat to drink water for days uh, when I did it back here when I was a kid. Uh, I could see a guy getting sick and catching the flu like that. Yeah. Dude, I'm 52. I got sick this year. I went to see the doctor right away. He gave me a fucking pill. It was prednisone because uh, I had a sore throat. I didn't really get the flu. I didn't get the flu shot. But you've seen where I live, dude. I was yeah. on the the boondocks, I go to the store once a week, I do my shopping, I come home. I don't fuck around in town, I don't get sick. <laughs> get off in the city, man, with the sickly motherfuckers, you'll come home sick. Dude, they're everywhere, bro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you got it bad. You're getting right out there to the West Coast. It's overcrowded with every other fucking race. That's where you get a lot of sickness, man. Yeah. With all the different races, how you you're getting sickness from several different countries. You know what I mean? Yep. The way they catch it, it uh uh it gets in their DNA and it twists and turns the bug around. Fuck the next thing you know it's a super bug. I think it's a super bug because it kills off most of these other races, but the white race only gets sick. Because we got such strong DNA. Hell, my buddy was a white guy, too. Uh, it sucks. I know you lose them in three just the week before I lost my cousin. I'm sure somebody yeah. else dies soon. Uh, Damn, thanks, so. <laughs> I mean, it, it happened to three states, man. Right? So, uh, I mean, I've just seen two. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I got one more coming my way. Hopefully not, uh, but... Hopefully it's not me. Yeah. Uh, sucks. It's hometown area. I didn't trust none of them anyway. Uh, I mean, I moved out of that area because I didn't trust nobody. Every time I get pulled over, man, in that town anymore, the cops tell me who's telling on me. 
I come home for two days and I got two cops, three cops pulling me over telling me how many people's telling on me. Some of them have the same name. Some of them have a couple extra. Uh, I mean, uh, it's fucked up. No kidding. Yeah. Hey, Mel, you just got here. How can you be selling drugs like that? <laughs> I don't sell drugs. <laughs> they open my door and the car's clean. Don't smell dirty. I mean, there ain't no fucking thing overflowing with weed right. or fucking smell of crack. They're fucking bad up there. The farther north you go and the closer you get to Chicago, the worse it gets. Yeah, yeah. uh, and then uh, and then you get off into fucking Rockford area. It's just as bad. I grew up there in Rockford in the 80s and it was the worst city in America to live in. Uh, like five years in a row, it probably still is. They got more killings in Rockford than Chicago per thousand people, and now it's got even worse. I mean, I got the Rockford news on my thing because that's the town next to mine, and uh, I guess I'm two towns over, but uh, it's only 45 minute drive. I couldn't imagine being in California. I've been in uh, Chicago, so I know what it's got to be like. It's got to be similar to Chicago because El Chicago is the third largest city in the United States. It's like living in an ant farm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see sickness and disease getting passed around like nothing. Yep. Yep, that's fact. It's kind of scary. Uh, and crowded in, like, department stores and uh, your shopping malls and shit like that. I, I, met, the ventilations just recirculate sickness in the air. Yeah. Huh? Like that Mall of America. You imagine what it's like there in the middle of January in the flu season? Uh, Fuck that, dude. I wouldn't even go to it. Got a roller coaster inside of it. That's okay. There's all kinds of stuff in there, but it still. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and if I was a terrorist, like uh, a Muslim terrorist wanting to um, blow a place up, that's, you know, that's the first place they're going to hit is those crowded cities. They, uh, they have told them that's, that's where they want them to, to send suicide bombers. Was to the mall. They, in fact, they mentioned the Mall of America by name. To, to go there. It's the largest mall in the world. I mean, of yeah. course they talked about that. That's yeah. like his fucking. Uh, uh, what was it they hit up there? They went through New York driving crazy in the car. They hit the Twin Towers. About yeah. 10,000 people. I mean, they. They seriously are. I mean, they're, they're tearing America up. They're not here for, uh, they're only here for ill intent. Yep. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, and what money they make, they send back home to their own country. I mean, they're not for America. Oh, no. Not at no. all. No. Uh, 
mean, we it's just it. We that's just it. We are uh, they're letting them out numerous, man. Yep, they are. They have been. Right. And then what? Not their people get in as politicians. All the and they change people. our laws and our constitution. All the white yep. people want to live. That's what they're doing. You know what? You know who's doing that more than anybody is the Chinese. Chinese are really getting into politics. They're doing it all uh, in the South Bay and uh, in California. They're there so that they can hire their own people and change the laws so that it benefits them. Yeah, but you had to be American to uh, uh, get the presidential seat. Well, they, they are Americans. They were they were born here and stuff, but they're after you know years and years. Now they're they figured out okay, this is what we need to do, and now they're starting to do it. If they want to start rewriting the Constitution, I think it would have been rewrote as white Americans at thirty five years old to be president. Yeah, that's what it meant. Yeah. You had to be white. When they met America, because the only guys here that were calling themselves Americans were white guys when they wrote the Constitution. Yeah. Let's see what, see what happens I, with that. Yeah. So we the people means we the white people of America. Yeah, but they don't see it that way. No. But they should. That's what it is. And the niggers were considered slaves, so they didn't count. I they mean, weren't, they weren't supposed to be citizens. They weren't supposed to be Americans. They weren't supposed to vote. None no, of that. That's what Lincoln said. They weren't supposed to sit on juries. Somebody said, hey, you want to buy this guy and he'll fucking uh, turn your field for you? Well, he didn't Hell, buy yeah. a guy. He called him a nigger. You want to buy him Why can't we get these people out there doing that work? 
Well, the I Mexicans mean, were supposed to come in and do that on work visas, and then after the work was gone, they were supposed to go back, and most of them don't go back. That's That's been the problem. America doesn't round them up and make them go back. They just let them stay here. But, uh... What I was getting as our government could pay to ship these people and get paid by the companies out of these cities that are uh, living in the bad neighborhoods that put them in these fields, uh, picking oranges. Yeah. That's work. It's not their choice. If you don't work, you don't need your welfare check no more. Right. Right. I, I would be happy with, if you can't pass this test, you don't just keep Right. I would be happy with that. Or snap. All that, like, all across the board shit. Everybody gets it no matter what. If they make this bus, this 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 money. Okay. Do you want this what money? I don't like if these guys come into our country. Then we give them all the tax breaks. We give them the money to start their own business. We have them in the 10 years. And we give them uh, the welfare program and everything. Well, if they got the tax break and the money to start the business, why do they need to live off our welfare program and social security program? Because they're bringing in more money than what you know than what anybody else can. Yeah, they're money. See what I mean? We give them business and let them take from our social security program and give them better options than our own people. I mean, they get to work and bring home more money than your average citizen can bring home. Oh, they're immigrants. We got to give them a chance. What, a better chance than our own people? Right. Yeah. What they get. It's just not right. Then you got liberals standing up, uh, Black Lives Matter, white people holding up the sign. And you got the niggers standing behind them that says, kill all white people. Right? (laughs) 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 Hey, dumbass with a Black Lives Matter sign. Here's your sign. (laughs) Look behind you. Kill all white people. Yeah. Look look at your arm. What color is it? Right. <laughs> are you gonna scream racist when the niggers are trying to kill you? <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 <What> the fuck? <laughs> oh. People just don't see it, John. I know. Just want to turn the blind eye, brother. And I don't know how they can. They're scared. They're scared. Are they scared to say something? They're scared they're going to look bad. Scared to look bad and look sad. They can't have friends if they don't have a backbone. Oh, you're racist? Yeah, I'm racist. I got news for you. I don't like people that ain't racist. (laughs) Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. 
got Look at these niggers. They turn on their own race. They talk about how they don't like niggers. That's the worst kind of nigger. If he'll turn on his own kind, he'll turn on anybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, shut up, idiots. And these white people that act like niggers and hold up the signs that says Black Lives Matter, really, they're niggers. They don't want to be white. They ought to be kicked in the crotch. Yeah, they put them guys up front for the news. Hey, you want to be up there for the camera and get your face on the camera holding the sign? Yeah. Hey, I was up for it, too. Like, yeah, yeah, me, me. Yeah, because they don't want a bunch of ghetto niggers up there in front. Right. <laughs> they want to make it look half-ass, dude. They'll put some white folks up in that bitch. Sag in their pants. You, you can only add all sideways with my goat. You can only film the niggers from the waist up like Elvis Presley. Not that they're gyrating their hips, but they ain't got their fucking pants pulled up. younger. Well, 
explode and fall down. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't as stable as RJ. He was a little more clumsy. RJ can take a beat and keep on a tick. Yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker fell off of like a five foot rail, but it stepped going up out of the bar. And everybody counted on him. He had like eight people fall on yeah. top of him. Uh, yeah, but also he's a and big he old goon. And uh, he, he just wanted to prove his point with this nigger. He didn't mind losing the ring. And uh, sure as shit, the nigger sold his shit. Uh, like you said, that just proves there ain't a good nigger out there. No, uh, not one, man. Uh, not here, not Australia, not fucking New Zealand, not South Africa, not Canada. Uh, uh, nowhere, bro. Nowhere. You can't find a good nigger. I don't care who you are. Amen. If they say they're good niggers, too, but they know they're still niggers. They're, they're lying. lying. They lie. They do lie. Yeah. Yeah. Every time they open their mouth. Yeah. Well, shit, John, it's pushing 930. I guess I'm going to have to make it up your way sometime soon before you stop feeling out of here. Yeah. Uh, John, are you really going back there? Back to Am her? I what? Going back up to Washington. Are you? Yeah. yeah. You're so depressing up there, though. It's what? So depressing, ain't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I'll be with my mom. <laughs> so she's going to be even more depressing. Wow. Well, yeah, she, I can't say that's a good thing, but I can't say that's a bad thing either. Yeah, she, she needs some help. and I'll probably talk to her in the next couple of days and sort some stuff out before I make any kind of firm plans, but it's what it's looking like. Yeah. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. He's just getting used to this high Missouri weather. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's... Same like a roommate or something? Five seasons right around the fucking corner. I know. Yeah, I was really looking forward to that. I am too. I can't wait. We go on rides every time we gather. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> And, um, well... Sometimes not at club meetings, but when we gather, like, for uh, mandatory <laughs> meetings, we do, when we ride out to, uh, we always take a ride, make our presence known through town, down, out our country ride. I liked that when we was out in Alabama, we went up the side of a mountain, almost yeah. down the other side, we decided we'd better turn around and come back around. It was going to be long ride down the other side of that hill. But man, I like those curvy roads. They weren't weren't built for the boss's chopper. <laughs> yeah. He dragged the frame all the way right there's that damn commercial flex blue holding up three bricks and five hundred pounds it's flexing a fucking Olympic bar. The oh. glue was still holding, I don't believe that. You remember that old crazy glue commercial where they yeah. glued the hat to the fucking magnet? Yeah. And they lifted him up 50 feet in the air, swinging his feet. My boy didn't believe that. 
I saw him in that crazy glue and shit. There ain't no way they glued that motherfucker's hat to yeah. that thing. Not with crazy glue, because it ain't crazy glue don't hold like that. No. That's cool as it said, does. They had a piece of metal yeah. in that fucker, and the magnet was turned on. Yeah. <laughs> Big old disc, like the size of a wreck. Big as your dome. That's what that does to your brain. Yeah. Well, fuck, John. You fucking yeah. got here. You he, don't, he, he don't have to leave that low-income housing <laughs> for white people. She said, you don't have to leave. They got housing for white people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm not. I'm not sure what what's happening right now. I got uh, I got some things to to talk about to some people and figure out what I'm going to do here. But uh, you know, whatever I decide, I'm I'm sure you'll know about it. I'll be I'll be in contact with with everybody once I know what's going on and. Uh, Maybe we can get together before I go, or, you know, we'll, we'll figure something out. Labor Day weekend, slow trip at my house, remember. Oh, I don't believe. Two years in a row for you. Probably, probably won't be around then, but, but, but uh, I, I won't just up and take off. You'll hear from me. All right, that sounds good. At least we'll hear from you. Don't yeah. mean you can't come out for it. Oh, I know. I know. We'll, we'll see where I'm at then. I mean, I, that's I can't plan for this yeah, weekend, let alone let alone that that far in advance. Right. You'll you'll have it. You'll be here. Let's see. Yeah. All right, John. I say we close the radio show down. Though it is get nine thirty. Um. All right. All right. Talking bullshit. Uh, it it was a good show tonight. We lost JD kind of early. My phone didn't hold up this time. I'll have it fully charged next week. Okay. Work uh, on it. Get it together. Yeah. Right. Hey, we always got the radio station, though, for all I can always yeah. catch you. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. Yo, Vicky. Yo, Vicky. Yo, Vicky. Yo, Vicky. Yo, Vicky. Yo, Yeah.